change your perception of what you're looking at and everything changes. Hey, my name is Giorgio Janis and this is the How To Do Life podcast. If you've ever felt that no matter what you try, something is missing, then you're in the right place. My aim with this podcast is to begin filling in those blanks for you. So open your mind and get ready because I'm about to show you an entirely different way to look at your life. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So let's get started. All right, welcome to another episode. Now, I want to share a story about a recent client call that I had, and I thought it was interesting. The reason why I want to share this with you is because it's been one of the fundamental pillars to me working in the human behavior, psychology, mindset space, and it involves empathy or understanding. Now, the reason why I have a high value on empathy, which is kind of popular at the moment, it's a bit of a buzzword, but it's something that I've leaned on for most of my life as someone who has sought to understand the way people think and feel. Empathy has been a strong skill that I've used in my life and it initially didn't feel like one. It felt like a bit of a burden that I was over empathizing with people, but then I realized the value of empathy and being able to help other people. And the reason why I think it summed up in a brilliant quote by Stephen Covey, the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, where he says, seek to understand, then be understood. It's quite profound. And the reason being is because he's suggesting and encouraging the reader to seek understanding of somebody else's perspective before you try and ask others to be understanding of you. The reason that's powerful is because most people spend their lives living out the reverse. They're waiting for everyone else to understand them. And then once that happens, they'll be willing to be understanding of their perspective. But you'll find that if everybody's thinking that way, no one's understanding. It's kind of an interesting thought experiment where if you imagine the entire world operates by the same code of conduct, I will only allow myself to understand other people's perspectives as long as I am understood first. If everyone holds that perspective, no one's going to feel understood. In fact, everyone's going to feel misunderstood, which is a common feeling that gets shared from pretty much, I would say, teenage years for a lot of people through their entire adult lives. They go around living their lives feeling misunderstood, which is where a lot of arguments and conflict stem from. A lot of people wrestle with feeling like they're not being understood by the person they're in conflict with, and so they stay in conflict. It becomes a bit of a stalemate. So the story I want to share with you is with a client recently who is a brilliant young guy. He's in the hospitality industry and he's running a great cafe. And this cafe is getting a lot of attention. It's getting a lot of media attention, social media attention. And he's in the process of opening up another joint. And this other place is going to be in a highly popular area. Um, He's actually been sought out to open this place up. It was offered to him as opposed to him looking for it. And so he's doing quite well with his business after several years of being in this industry. One of his frustrations, though, is that his current girlfriend isn't understanding of all the responsibilities that comes with being an entrepreneur. Now, He's running a cafe. He's got a lot of people working for him. He's wrestling with growth challenges. And he's got to make a lot of the decisions. Like most of my entrepreneurial clients, especially if you are one yourself, you're making a lot of decisions throughout the day. And that can get a little fatiguing. In the hospitality industry, what adds to the fatigue, if you're still in the startup phase of your business and you're operating front of house and you're the face of your business, 
That means you're being social for a large part of your day, constantly interacting and customer facing, which can get fatiguing. So by the end of the day, you're pretty much spent and you're ready to curl up into a ball with noise cancelling headphones doing nothing because it's just an opportunity to just recoup, reset for the next day. Now, where things get interesting is because he feels like his girlfriend isn't understanding, she has a background as a professional in the services world. And while she's coming up in the industry, his frustration is, well, she doesn't understand everything that's required of me. And that's frustrating. And I wish she would just get it because she doesn't understand what it means to be a boss and an entrepreneur because she's used to being an employee. So I said to him, well, yeah, that might be true. She doesn't get it. But that's only because she hasn't had to be in that position before. That doesn't mean she's any worse off than you just because she's an employee. It just means she has a different perspective. So the truth is, if you want to humble yourself here, it might be valuable to try and look at situations through her eyes, because that might actually help you in the business. At the moment, you're stuck at looking at things through your perspective from where you're standing. But the room looks very different when you move to the other side and you look back through the room. So at the moment, you think that the position you have in the room is the best position to have. She thinks she's got the best position and both of you are stuck in this stalemate. Neither of you are understanding of each other's perspectives. But if you stand up from your seat, walk over to where she's sitting and then look back at the room, you'll see a completely different view in a completely different room. What's the benefit of that? Then all of a sudden you start seeing and understanding the way in which she's seeing things and it becomes much easier to relate to her. So I encourage him to humble himself and look at the lens through which she's seeing everything, that she's seeing the scenario he's in and that it might actually help him relate to his employees more. It might help him connect with them and gel and create a solid team as opposed to a bit of a fractured team because everyone's feeling a little bit stressed. So instead of it being he has to do everything and his team needs to follow, it can be that he looks at it through their eyes, he understands their perspective. And so then all of a sudden he's able to appeal to them. He can appeal to what's important to them. He can appeal to the way in which they're seeing the world and seeing the work they're doing. And suddenly they're all on side and everybody gels really quickly. Now, when I explain to him the way in which his girlfriend would be seeing everything that she's seeing and how that might help him, he immediately started to open up and soften. He felt less irritated by some of her perspectives. He became more understanding. And the moment he became more understanding, his desire to be understood by her melted away and just dropped completely. Because the moment he saw that he was able to be understanding of her, he knew with great ease that she would almost naturally become more understanding of him because he was the first to move. He broke the stalemate. And what was interesting was the follow-up conversation was they did actually start to see things from each other's perspectives. The irritations with each other dropped away and they actually started helping each other. He started helping her see things through her boss's eyes that she wasn't necessarily factoring in. And she was able to see, get him to see things through the lens of his employees and his staff. And all of a sudden, both of their scenarios started to shift and started to change purely through the effort of using empathy and using a little bit of understanding, which is quite interestingly and metaphorically, you getting up from your seat and going and sitting somewhere else in the room and checking out what the view is like from there. Because that one shift in movement, that one shift in perspective can change everything. It can almost change the entire room that you're looking at. So I encourage you to seek to understand before you seek to be understood. Because in my opinion, that's a true form of leadership. 
if you're the one who's willing to be understanding of others before they're willing to be understanding of you, it shows a willingness to rise above whatever the superficial, trivial noise might be. Because it's really tempting to get engaged in that. It's really tempting to get involved in the drama of who said what, why they're wrong, why they can't see the way I'm seeing it, getting stuck in this stalemate and living life like a soap opera. Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure most soap opera scripts involve someone saying, this person said that, this is the way I'm going to live my life. A whole bunch of assumptions are made and no one feels understood, which leads to one dramatic event happening after another dramatic event, which leads to, I don't know, 20-something seasons of a show. All of that can be resolved if people just understand each other. Now, that wouldn't work for the soap opera genre because you'd have like two episodes and the series would be over. That's not really going to go well for the studio. But life doesn't have to be a soap opera, is what I'm getting at. You can nip all of this really quickly and shut it down really quickly the moment you start seeking understanding before waiting for someone else to understand you. If you've been spending your life waiting for someone to understand you, you will find, to date, they do not actually have an understanding of you. So what are you going to do? You're going to spend the rest of your life waiting for someone to show an understanding or are you going to choose to understand the perspective of other people? Now, this translates through a lot of different areas of life. Something I see a lot of when it comes to clients of mine who are employees and they're seeking a pay rise. The first thing I say to them is you've got to understand this through the lens of your manager, your boss, the CEO, whoever it is you're appealing to for the pay rise. What is the lens that they're looking at your situation through? If I'm a manager and a boss, which I happen to be, and someone's coming to me and asking for a pay rise, Team, by the way, if you're watching this, don't go quickly asking for a pay rise if you're watching or listening to this episode. But if someone's coming to me asking for a pay rise, the first thing I'm thinking of is, well, there's all these expenses involved with employing them, right? As an employee, most people look at the only expense that they assume they're creating for their boss involves their pay. That's not true. It's payroll. There's retirement contributions like a 401k, IRA, or a superannuation fund in Australia. You've got taxes that need to be paid. You've got insurances that need to be paid when you're employing people. If you have an office, there's staff amenities, toilet paper, treats, all kinds of things. There are a whole lot of expenses that are involved in employing somebody. So if you're coming to your employer saying, I want more money, you're basically saying to them, I want to cost you more money. Nobody who is a manager or CEO or founder of a company likes the idea of more outgoing expenses. So if you're looking at it through the lens of the person you're asking for the pay rise, it's wise to appeal to what's important to them and show them how it might actually be valuable to increase your pay. I realize I'm now giving away pay rise tips, but why not? (laughs) You can look at all the different ways that you have been generating revenue for the business and measurable ways, right? You've got to use data here. You can't just come up with a whole bunch of different abstract ways that you've done it. It's got to be concrete. So you offer them all these different ways that you've been contributing to the bottom line of the business and that you can generate more revenue and that if you are getting this pay rise and you are taking on more responsibilities, how all these different ways that you will take on more responsibilities will add more to the bottom line of the business. And if your employer is hearing you say, I'm asking for a pay rise, but you're going to get a 2x or a 3x return on whatever it is you pay me, then it's going to be a no-brainer in their decision, in their mind. But if you're coming up saying, I just want to cost you more money, don't know how much 
return you're going to get, you're making it difficult for them to say yes. So this is, again, coming through the lens of seek to understand first. Seek to understand the person you're appealing to first, and then you approach them with asking them to understand your perspective. This probably goes against all negotiation tactics, but I've found that everyone that I've given this tip to have actually gotten more than what they expected, either in financial terms, in relationship terms, the relationship has transformed as a result. Like I mentioned with this other client, business scenarios can change, doors and opportunities open for my clients haven't even thought were possible and they do. And the only thing that was changed through the effort of all of that was that they changed their desire to be understood. Instead of seeking to be understood first, they sought to understand the people they were dealing with. They sought to understand the other people that they were dealing with first and then appealed to them. And only then, once that was done, if there was still a lingering desire to be understood, they were very easily. So there's one thing you take away from this, please reverse the order, change up the script, seek to understand others, and then only then have you earned the right to be understood. And watch how opportunities, relationships, and all the different areas of your life transform. It's a game changer, and I really hope you implement it. Okay, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed the podcast episode. I hope you got value from it. Wherever you're listening to or watching this, please make sure you've subscribed. Please make sure you leave a review. It helps get the message out to others and let people know that this is a great place for them to get some insights. It makes a huge difference. So I appreciate you when you do that. On that note, I'm going to let you go. This is Giorgio Genis, Mindset Coach, signing off. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much.